you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Ike Taylor. Check what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Save it for the show. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on iTunes, Stitcher, and nfl.com/slash/sheck. All right, we're going to be talking about the big news item of the sports week. It's where's LeBron going, Mello, Bosh, all the rest of that. We're going to get to that and maybe some pigskin talk as well with our pal Matt Money-Smith. But first, very excited. It's been too long since we kibitzed here on the podcast. One of our very, very favorites in all the National Football League. From the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's Swagga himself, Ike Taylor. What's going down, fella? Shaq, I think I got me a new nickname. I call myself Sway. Sway, I forgot. I'm sorry. It's, but see, that's why we have to stay in better touch, because then I won't forget about Swagger versus Sway. Yes, black yeah, tie behind the glass. What do, what do you got? Call me whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me collect. There you go. There you go. So, black tie, I say appreciate that. <laughs> that's a weird, black tie. That's getting very weird that we're playing sound bites of Ike Taylor to Ike Taylor. Man, the poor man that's a good thing. Sign me up with the crew. <laughs> Play that one again, Black Tie. Let's hear what it was. Man, the poop is these Samoan cookies. <laughs> That's right, when Ike Taylor ate our Samoan cookies. That's right. Anyway, so listen. Swagga, Sway, I should say. Excuse me again. How's summer treating you? How did the workouts? What are your first impressions of Ryan Shazier and all the other young fellas? Man, I'm fresh off, fresh off the time show. I work out me, Vince, uh, Will Gay. Bobby Rainey, the running back from Tampa, we just came, and we have a lunch right now. Um, but, man, the workouts are great. Uh, running around with the guys, seeing the young guys um, on the team, seeing the first-year guys transform into the second-year guys um, on their knowledge of the game, seeing our draft picks, uh, looking to come in and contribute. Some going to be starting, some going to be playing a lot. I'm very excited. Check. I love the speed, and I've heard you talking about it as well, that you're blown away by how fast some of these young guys are. How about – who is Dree Archer, he's the fastest of the gang? Yeah, that that, that dude, smooth, fast. Is like, he going to be big like enough, he's... though? What you mean? I don't know. It seems like football players are big. So, you heard of Tavon Austin, right, the receiver from St. Louis, right? I have heard of him, yes. Yeah, he's really short. And he's not big at all, but you want to talk about a monster on the field? He's mm-hmm. a monster on the field. So size don't really matter when it comes down to heart. And that's what I think Dre got for sure. If you just check his tape, man, he ran in between the tackles. 
Yeah, that's what we well, listen. I'm excited. I hope you're right about it cuz uh from what I've seen like you say if nothing else, he is going to be gangbusters in returning kicks and punts this year. Will he do that by the way for instead of Antonio Brown in 2014 for the Steelers? Um, we'll see. He's a matchup problem for sure. Mm-hmm. From a corner safety linebacker, however you want to look at it, I feel like he's a matchup problem. So we're going to see how offensive coordinator uh, use him. But for the most part, man, he is he's a monster. Mm-hmm. I think he's a steal for sure. All right, I want to talk about all of it. And I, there's so many directions to go. I'm fascinated. Where are you right now, Florida? Yeah, I'm in Orlando, a.k.a. the Oak. The O, a.k.a. the O. By the way, your a.k.a. business, that reminds me. Uh, You know, on the finale of the Top 100 show, and I'm not saying this to curry favor with you, Sway. I I personally feel you were the most entertaining thing on the Top 100 show on NFL Network this season. You were delightful and funny about uh, pretty much every player that you kibitzed about. And I loved especially in the finale that all of a sudden it goes into a Dick LeBeau tribute for you. And it was, and it was super funny because you said, a.k.a. the man who has 64 interceptions, a.k.a. Ike, if you don't listen, uh, you're going to get burned and so on. It was really great stuff. Man, every time I come on the NFL Network, man, it's a good time. But just talking about the guys in the top 100, um, that was fun for me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed that. You know what I'm saying? So I thought people got to see a whole other side of Ike Taylor, or just a side they probably haven't seen of me before. But just expressing myself, um, just reflecting back and you talking about it, man, it's, it's exciting even playing with those guys, let what? alone talking about them. So that was fun for me, Seth. Well, listen, it was uh, it was fun to watch, like I say, and uh, in fact, I encouraged the bosses. I called Kamish Goodell and, uh, and all of his uh, right-hand men, and I said, I'll tell you what the Top 100 finale show needs, more Sway, more Ike Taylor, and you rebuked my offer. I said, bring Sway out here to sit next to me and hash through this Top 10 list, and you had better things to do. Sway, believe me, I got to pay some bills, so mm-hmm. I had to get back to that Florida heat. But at the same time, and I said, network can't go nowhere. So when it's all said and done, <laughs> man, I'm going to be Sway all over that thing. Sway and Sheck, what a show it'll be someday. I'm looking forward to doing that. Oh, we going to crush it. Mm-hmm. We going to crush it. Yeah. Who could, be our, or who could be our third, though? I think we should have a three-man show. That's a good question, man. That's a good question. We'll, we'll, decide, we'll sit down. We'll talk about that later. But for now, man, Sway and Sheck don't sound too bad, huh? No, it sounds great to me. I just, yeah, and, and you're right. We shouldn't start running through potential candidates and get that guy's hopes up and then have them dashed ultimately. That wouldn't be nice Yeah, because so. you got to understand, we're the show. Mm-hmm. So the yes. third person, they ain't going to be the show. No, no, they're just along for the ride. All right, let's talk yeah. about that top 100 real quick. What did you think of... Calvin Johnson, here's what I said, and, uh, you know, I'm going to name drop for you. I was seated in between Deion Sanders, who you've heard of, and Michael Irvin, who you've also heard of. And I I made the case that Calvin Johnson is right now the second greatest wide receiver in NFL history. He's a, a Jerry Rice and then maybe Randy Moss. But I think Calvin Johnson isn't just – I mean, he shows up number two on the 2014 Top 100 players list. But better than that, I say he's the number two best wide receiver in history. How say you, Sway? Oh, that's kind of tough. Think about it, though. Who's better than him? Man, still, though, that's kind of tough, man. 
Think it through. I got to sit down and think about that, man. That's that's kind of tough. Like, you putting them over a lot of people. Yeah. But my question is, why? Because he's dominant. Why, why he's unstoppable. Man. Can you stop him? Have you? I don't remember. I'm trying to think about it. When? Oh yeah, you've played the you played the Lions just last year. Yeah, I'm sorry, what t- I think? he had a touchdown and I dropped two picks. But you know that's something I do on it <laughs> on the offense. Why is that, by the way? Real quick, why is that your it's reputation that you don't, that what where? I mean, I know where the reputation came from, but why is it that you that when the ball does that? So, my favorite pick, by the way, I thought that it was wonderful irony for any Steeler fan. I was in mile high. I was a mile high with you in Denver when you guys went to that Super Bowl and uh, Roethlisberger had what I consider his greatest performance in the postseason when you went in for the title game and you uh, you dispatched them, Denver Broncos, right before the end of the half, you put the game away when you picked off Jake Plummer, and I remember thinking to myself, yes, he caught the one that he had to catch. This was the big one for Sway to catch there, but why is it? What what goes on with you with the hands? Man, I don't know. Mm. I, need, I need to do something with him, but I know 12 years later, two yeah. Super Bowls, three Super Bowl appearances, you feel me? I feel you, but I want you to feel the, the hide of the pigskin when it hits your hands. I want you to clutch onto it, you know? I'll be feeling them. I just need to hold on to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Did you think it was nice of uh, Richard Sherman to drop you a line? That was neat on Twitter. I saw that he hit you up and said that he appreciates and respects your great career, huh? Oh, he did? I didn't see it. You didn't say that, huh? Yeah, he tweeted at you. He said, uh, you know, he said you, he something like I just said, something to the effect of how much he respects uh, what you've done in the league and all that sort of stuff, and he's flattered by what you had to say about him. It's nice. Oh, I got to check that out. I got to look on his feed. I ain't see his Twitter feed. I'm going to check that feed, see if I can get an appetite out of that. <laughs> I, think, well, I think you will. It's, it's, uh, you'll see. He said nice things about you. What do you think of him? Is he? Who do you think is the best one? I know you'll say you, but who do you think not, oh, yeah. not, yeah, not in black and – all right, listen, I love Sway, too. I think, uh, look, I, I, for years, I demanded. I put a call into the Roonies and demanded that they give you what you wanted a number of years ago to, to set you up for your future because I, I thought you were right. that good, and so you're welcome for that retroactively. I appreciate that. But what do you think right now, outside of guys that wear black and gold when they play football, who's the best like corner Patrick out there? Peter. I like Patrick Peterson. That's the correct answer. You got it exactly right. I think he is the best. What do you, what what makes him better than? Um, I mean, who? Oh, well, okay. So you go him first. Why do you put him ahead of Richard Sherman when the top one hundred voters put uh, Richard Sherman way ahead of Patrick Peterson? He follows receivers. Hmm. He, he follows receivers. He shuts them down when he needs to. He's a Pro Bowl corner. He's a Pro Bowl punt returner. And then if you want him to play receiver, he can play receiver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, a, you know, Dion agreed with that point as well. He said you have to face him for the first three downs, and then you have to see him again on fourth down when you kick the ball over to him. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and where do you place Revis at this point in his career? Um, I don't know. I don't really like talking about corners, man, because I, I know how difficult it is to play corner. But if Revis get back to his prime, man, I got to put Revis top three. 
All right. We we don't. I don't. If, I don't. If, if, he, if he get back in his prime, I got to put him in the top three. On the Sway and Sheck show, we talk only about what Sway and Sheck want to talk about. So let's leave the cornerback conversation and talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the AFC North very quickly in 2014. What do you think about how things are stacking up? I, you know, you know my rule here, Sway. No jive talk. I shoot straight right. with you always. I, I have too much respect to lie to you. And I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to have a really, really good offense this year. How say you? Correct. Correct. Are you scared of that? Are you worried about that they're going to be a pass-happy pass happy attack and are going to be slinging it all over the field all, all day on Sundays? Well, I got a good feeling. I got a real I got a real good feeling about us this year. Like really? a real good feeling, yes. Mm. Have you had one of those feeling. before? Have you, have, I ain't have, have it in a while. I ain't have it in a while. Shake in a while. I'm talking about a wild like 2006, 2005 season. Ooh. I got a real good feeling. Can I tell you something? I think the What's Bengals up? are really good. I think they right. have, they have a very deep roster. I think the Ravens, like I say, have been have added some good pieces to that defense, and they're going to be slinging it around, trying to justify Joe Flacco's twenty million dollar deal and going pass first. I don't know right. what the Browns are going to be, although I do think that defense is going to be terrific. But I happen to agree with you. I think it's double-digit wins at minimum for you this year, Ike. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. um, And so is the defense then – I mean, this old – this jazz about the defense is old and slow is, you know, that's two or three years in the rearview mirror now. You do see this defense turning back to being one of the more dominant uh, groups in the NFL this season then? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be real good. We're going to be a dominant defense. And to me, it's a, what was Mike Mitchell look like? Because to me, that was a quiet free agent acquisition. A lot of casual football fans don't even know who Mike Mitchell is. But he's he, he's got good speed back there. Nothing against Ryan Clark. But, I mean, you know, this this is a real upgrade at the position. I almost feel like the Steelers, beyond almost anything else, that was the one position you really needed to upgrade. How's he looking so far back there? He's looking real good. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, he's looking – Real good for me, but I'm so spoiled with hard-hitting safety, so mm. he can look good all he wants to, but I need him to come down and put his face in the fan. <laughs> so I need him to go face-to-face with anybody, anytime, no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. All right. No Wi-Fi. What about uh, what about uh, our guy Levy and Bell? Is, how's he shaping up in, uh, in front uh, of his sophomore looking year? Like, looking like a monster, looking like somebody drew him up, a cartoon character. I agree with real that. real good. I agree with that because I went back recently and looked at his highlights. I was, you know, doing some some uh, stuff on him, and I kind of had forgotten. You know, the thing in my brain is it's first impressions, and the first impression was, oh, he's not on the field, he has a bad foot, and then he got rolling a little bit. But you go back and look at it. Maybe I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but, man, in the second half of the season, he was legit. He has a chance if he can just stay right health-wise. He should be a dynamite runner this year, right? Yeah, yeah, that boy's going to be a monster, man. He, he's special. And what about special shit. what about Martavis Bennett or um, Brian? I said Martellus Bennett, Martavius Bryant. I'm sorry. Is he is he going to fit in immediately, or is he is he more of a project kind of guy? The big uh, six nah, foot four nah. pass catcher. Yeah, he's gonna fit in. He goes, I'm telling you, man, we got a good team. Shaq. Like I don't want to keep talking about it, and I don't want to toot nobody horn, but. I got a good feeling, Shaq. All right. Well, so I'll leave it at that with you on that. What are you having for lunch today? 
Man, I'm about to have a uh, seared salmon mango tomato salad. Wow, that sounds awful fancy. Hey, you know what I thought about food yesterday? I realized something, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Have you ever noticed that minestrone soup? You've had minestrone soup, right? I don't think so. You've never? What do you mean? How do you Have you never I, had? I don't know. That, that word is too long, Shaq. I like short words. But minestrone, it's on every menu. Here's what I'm going to just yeah. make my point. If you go to a fancy restaurant, you go to an old Italian grandmother's kitchen, or you open up a can of soup, minestrone soup tastes the same everywhere you go. That's what I think about that. But if you don't care about that, what piece of fruit have you enjoyed the most this summer? Watermelon. Watermelon? Have you had a white peach yet? No, watermelon and strawberries, hands down. All right. That sounds good. You know what's a nice treat on that? Put a little salt on your watermelon. Have you tried that? I never nah. knew about that. You put a little salt on it. For some reason, it makes it even more flavorful. I'm going to try that, shit. Okay. I know you're waiting to get to your salad. And last thing is then, what do you make of this NBA stuff? Where do you think LeBron should go? What do you make of him returning to Miami or going back home to Cleveland? Which is the better move for him? I think he'll go back to Miami. But at the same time, I think he will go back to Cleveland if he get a piece of Cleveland. Like a piece of the pie. I kind like of, a, you like know what? That, yep, I bet you that's something they're dangling. You imagine that that is part of the conversation then, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Would it bother you? Because one little aspect is uh, of the thing is that uh, of this whole deal is that the Cleveland owner, Dan Gilbert, wrote that letter four years ago that was, you know, verbally abusive about LeBron and everything. To me, he was just trying to, you know, his team, his city just got gutted. He was just trying to boost the spirits of everybody by saying we'll carry on Cleveland without LeBron do, but do you think if if what if the Rooney's ever ripped you like that would you be like I'm never going back to that place again would you say I'm done uh, I'm done with uh, with anybody who talks that way about me you're talking about a class act organization that would never say anything like that that see I like that you won't even consider my hypothetical because that's how classy the Rooney's and how classy Sway is, Ike Taylor. Sway, you proved your class last night with your tribute to Dick LeBeau, and you proved it once again with another Sterling visit here on the DDFP, which soon will be rebranded, Sheck and Sway. Sheck, let me know when you uh, when it's coming up so I can retweet that. Thanks for having me on the show. A pleasure. Go enjoy your salad and your fancy company and your workouts and everything <laughs> else, and we'll look forward to catching up with you sometime soon. All right, Shake. Thank you. David, David, All right, there he goes, our pal Ike Taylor. I feel bad, Black Tie. I feel like he really wanted to get to that salad more than he wanted the kibitz. Did you feel that at the back end there? On the back end, yes. But during the interview, he was great. He has those great sayings. Did you just say on the black end? I mean, are you saying this is something that Dave and I can't relate to? That's what it sounded <laughs> oh, like the way it came out. Back end. Why you got to be like that? Don't do Make that. Make me all well, uncomfortable. Just jumps on the show and just. Keeps <laughs> this is a me. podcast about inclusion, not yeah. about division. Oh, right. Don't perpetuate Let's move that. On. Wrong with you. So hey. he goes. He has those sayings: face to face, no Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. Um, looking like a monster, like someone drew him up. Like he, he just keeps he keeps coming with it. You know, I he's know. Got this is going to be a great show when we get it off the ground here. I yeah. also think we got to figure out a way to work in A.J. Hawk. Now, that's the dream team. That's the trio. Can right I uh, – I don't want to say file a, a complaint, but maybe just, just bring up a point. I have a, I have a question for you. First, may I say this, though. Joining us in Sorry. Studio 4, 
as we speak here. And by the way, I should mention, if you notice a difference in sound quality, that's because we are operating out of our temporary home in Studio 4 as we wait for Studio 66 to be re- Imagined it's going to be cooler, it's going to be better, we're going to be able to do video stuff out of there, and it will be Studio 66, maximum strength. In the or meantime, just new Studio 66? No, it's, it's Studio 66, maximum strength. Anyway, um, joining us right now in Studio 4, our pal, you know him from Fantasy Live, you know him from, of course, his uh, tremendous radio show on Fox Sports Radio, The Petros and Money Show, AM570 in Los Angeles, and available at iHeartRadio. On the app there. It's Matt Money Smith. What's the poop, fella? I'm sorry to have interrupted you. Well, I like that you um, you know, you know, prefaced the conversation by pointing out we're in different digs for the, uh, yes. the podcast. Right. And, and if I may, hearken back to a prior career of mine uh, when I was in the music business, it reminds me, you know, when you're in that podcast studio and we've got those beautifully carpeted walls, uh, the soundproof studio, the steel door that's you know, takes about 60 pounds of pressure to open up. Um, it's kind of like playing the Troubadour, you know, that the sound is perfect. Mm. And, and now that we're in Studio 4 here at NFL Network, it reminds me of when I had Dinosaur Jr. at the Santa Monica Civic. And nobody plays louder. I, I would challenge you to find a band that plays louder than Jay Maskus and Dinosaur Jr. And, and when I got back to my car after that show, because there's no, it's a civic center, it's a gymnasium, so the sound just bounces off the walls and there's these echoes and you can't even make out what song is being played when it's that loud. It's just a, a, just a massive amount of sound beating you on the head. It wasn't so much stigmata, but I swear I was like bleeding out of my ears. <laughs> and that's what this reminds me of. I can just hear, even though we're on headsets, the sound bouncing off every wall and they can put these blankets up and try to dampen it. But hey, you know what? We're playing the Civic today. It We're not playing sound, the Troop. It's summertime. So be it. And by the way, to try and match you in uh, in some small way, I uh, can make the hipster reference that I saw Mascus play at the Metro in Chicago oh, yeah. a number of years ago. Great right venue. next to the best bar. To, in, for my money, the best bar in Chicago, the Ginger Man. Love Have you it. Ever, oh, you've had Bell's Love there? the Ginger Man. Yeah, I used to go see. Oh, here we go. Now we're playing a game of one-upsmanship, and I don't mean for it to be that way. Uh, before Rollins and Rollins' band took off in his period between, um, obviously, Black Flag and, and when he kind of got his solo stuff going, he was doing a lot of, like, poetry readings, and he used to do the Ginger oh, yeah, Man a right. lot when they would do open mic. So I would just lose my mind. I guess Rollins was hanging out in Chicago for a while. And, uh, you know, again, just hearkening back to the DreamWorks gig, we had Rollins. We had, you know, he was one of our artists. How cool. And it was one of the most surreal, never in a million years did I imagine I would be in Henry Rollins' living room. And he's just walking me through his cassette and album collection of, like, all the records. What's he listened to? He, I mean, it was all old school punk and a lot of, like, kinks and some of that early underground music that, that you know, you would think about from the 50s and 60s that uh, kind of built his foundation into, uh, you know, what was a South Bay slash Los Angeles sort of punk rock. Hardcore. Who would it be more fun to go to dinner with? I think I know the answer. Would you ra- or what would be more painful? Let's go that way. Henry Rollins on a long car ride or Glenn Danzig? Oh, no question. I would take uh, Rollins That's over correct. Danzig. Yeah, no, I'm at, would, no question. Is Danzig, would he be the biggest blowhard there is? He's a, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> he's got little man syndrome. You know, uh-huh. Rollins is a pretty big guy, and I actually did do a long car ride. I had to drive him to KCRW, not Danzig, but Rollins. And he is just, it's it's what you would expect. It's the antithesis of yeah, what right. the public persona is. Just like the sweetest, soft-spoken, genuinely interested, locking eyes with you as you're telling him about yourself, and he wants to hear about you. Whereas Danzig, you know, from, from what I Ain't gather. Ain't that the way? People go 
against their physical type all the time. It's sort of some sort of mental accommodation for it to, to, to balance it out. Willie McGinnis, his football's version of right. that, the most intimidating Huge. man you can come across, and is uh, is one of the yeah. more uh, is one of the sweeter fellows around. Best punk band, Matt, Matt Money Smith, Oof. music expert. Well, for me, why do you shake your head at that black tie? What's your favorite punk band? Ever? This has gone totally off the okay, rails. Hold on, hold I on. like talking. Can I like you, hearing. Can you name a punk band? I cannot name a punk. Not band. a single one. I'm not a really, single that's not a not single true. one. You can name a punk well, band. You can tell me a punk band. Like, oh, I no, know. no, no. I want you to come but up with I one. I don't think name. you can. I don't think no, you can I, name a single one. I'm one. not ashamed at all of this fact. Really? Yeah. yeah I, that, that doesn't make any sense. That's no. like saying, oh, I don't eat fish. I, it's disgusting. Have you ever tried it? No, I've never no. tried it, but well, I won't eat it. You're like the, you're like one I of those people. You're it's, like people who pretend that they've never heard of Peyton Manning. You know, like, I, I don't no, care if you, no, I, don't think I know Peyton who Miley Manning Cyrus is. is. I don't, it doesn't mean I, uh, I listen to her music. I'm aware of things. Your brain Shaq, is spongy. Let's not go down this road of what no. who's aware and who's aware of what not. If, if you want to play that game, we want to play. Look at that. Fire that salvo. If we want to talk today's uh, pop culture, that's not going down I'm that just road. saying, you really can't name a single one. You can't think of, like, some of the, the quintessential, just iconic voice of a generation if you name songs. name them, i like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, Off you know, the top of your head. That's you a can't punk Take a guess. Take a guess I, at what you I think is a totally punk band. Really? right now. You can't I'm name a band. Trying, I'm, I, name I'm a band a from band. the 70s, and maybe they not were a punk, punk band. band. What about a right okay, band from the 70s? <laughs> no shot. You can't no. even do like Sugar what Hill Gang? You can't even do like I, Grandmaster Flash? What? Fleetwood Mac? What, what do you mean? You can't name Stones? any 70s band? Again, what does that mean? It's this bias, again, of not to come at you guys with the, you know, the Americans. To be like, oh, well, if you can't name anything from our culture, that means what the heck are you going what on? What do you mean? I our 70s, culture. I was born. <laughs> in the 80s, I was born in a later part. In the 90s, I spent a lot of my time in Nigeria and London. I'm not, like, I'm not ashamed for not but knowing you were, what. you just said it. You were in London. The birth, well, you know, one right. of the, the, the birth of the punk movement, London. Yeah. I mean, it, guys, it, it, can we get can we get right. can we get with the football? Not even the Sex Pistols. Can... You can't do this. You couldn't do the Sex Pistols. No. Do you have any idea who that is? No, you've no, never really heard of the I've Sex Pistols. Heard of the Sex Anarchy Pistols. in the UK. You lived in London. That's amazing. Green Day. You've heard of Green lot, Day, right? I would Green think that would be yes. the one you would okay. get. Yes. Yeah, that's what I figured. And then we would argue whether or not they're really a punk band. About '95 in New York, and Green Day was all over the MTV Music Awards. That that I remember. The Ramones. No. The Clash? Nope. I mean, isn't that wild? That's this amazing. All right, we'll move on. Fun listening to I, you know people what, Black like Tide? me who are listening to the show. Here's what you no do. Idea. Hashtag us. Uh, hashtag us DDFP. Tell us if you think that's fascinating or if you or if we just wasted Black your time <laughs> in, in not knowing <laughs> about that. I want to talk the NBA stuff. Of music yeah. where you guys, well, money will know. By the way, just to give it a plug because you have a wildly popular podcast, uh, probably the most unheralded punk slash, it's more of a hardcore band, but you probably know of them because your time in Chicago, Naked Ray Gun, a, uh, a huge I only have heard of them. I don't Gave birth, heard like their no sound, their sound is, I, I think, kind of why the Offspring started playing music. Huh. Like, that's how I would describe it. And not that I'm a big Offspring fan like at the all. Offspring. But their they, front man's voice makes me crazy. Dexter, yeah. Can't stand I, I'm not a fan of the band at all. I feel bad saying that because they're really nice guys. God, that sounded so stupid. Pretentious. Like, yes, what a right? pretentious ass. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I know, I know Noodles. <laughs> noodles and Dexter and I used to hang out. Drink it out, man. We do. I've all lately been hearing some bad uh, brains. I've been hearing some bad brains. And, uh, oh, yeah. And I like it. Love. I didn't know I enjoyed bad brains so much until recently. Love DC Hardcore. Uh, the Fugazi bad brains. That's I like just Fugazi great, as well. Yeah, great, See, I know nothing great. about that, where they're from. I just this like the sound. This is the best podcast ever for Steelers and punk music fans. Right? Wherever you want else. What a creep. Oh, back to my back to my complaint I was yes. about to file. 
and I know, you know, you have relationships with these players, and they yes, love coming on the show. They come on multiple times, so they become friends of the show, like Ike Taylor. It's just weird to hear you call them by their nicknames. You know, it just sounds like you're trying to bro down with them. <laughs> That's his request. I know, but it's still what am I when, to I, do? when I'm only getting one half of the conversation waiting to come on, and I hear you going, listen, Sway, it was great to have you. I did, all right, Sway. All Do you right, understand Sway. for me? I thought you were talking. I'm not kidding. I was, I'm being sincere. I'm not being a, a, a smart aleck here when I thought you were talking to the dude from MTV. I was like, <laughs> what is he talking to that guy for? How does he get Sway on the Sway of MTV, what do you think <laughs> is going to be the key to Josh McCown leading that Buccaneers <laughs> offense in 2014? Maybe, maybe he's a big football fan. I, uh, <laughs> here's, here's a fun example. Speaking of top 100, damage. Like, I was just going to say black tie right, because, I'm ahead. listen, I'm a man of the people. This go is a democracy. Sure you are. I, that's right. And I was going to give you your time. You want to embarrass me? Go ahead and that's embarrass me. That's fine. It's fun. You know, check you on the show, Top 100 Show with Dion and Michael Irvin. Right. I was watching last it last night, night. Which was fun. You know, kudos to you. At the end of the show, they do a little segment, Hold On Player, which, you know, Dion made popular on social media a couple of years ago where he calls out something crazy. So essentially, come on, man. You know, so you say something and Dion goes, Hold On Player. He stole that from me, by the way. Probably did. So <laughs> hold it's, on, it's hold on, turn player. To go. It's Sheck's turn to go, and his line he comes up with. Remember, the name of the segment is "Hold On, Player." They got a graphic for it and everything. Everything, and Sheck is like, "Come on, player. What's that? What's up with that?" <laughs> I'm more embarrassed about the "What's up with that?" Come I on, felt Sheck. All right, listen. What <laughs> happened happened. Great. You know, we can live life looking in the rearview mirror. We can look ahead, and it's I think be that's a what we should do. Twitter, hey, let me tell you <laughs> listen here, listen here. Uh, can I call him TD, or does he have to be called Black Tie by his nickname only on the show? I'd like you to call him by his Black Tie. Right, I think right. we've just established that that's what we do. Here we go, Black Tie. Here's the problem with that. You see what Sheck did there? Yeah, he took a swing. He gave it a try. That's Wanted right. to see yeah, if no, Come On totally. Player was for him. You, with the punk rock, not even willing to give it a go. Mm-hmm. You know? This is the way we, this is the way we broaden our horizons. The third greatest I, hockey player of all time, Wayne Gretzky, once said, you miss 100% <laughs> of the shots you don't take. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, think look, about that. Rick Kamla of NBA TV would never know he could bro down with these guys before he tries to, like, give them the dap and go, yo, dog, you really put it on out there. And, and you Rick know, here's Kamler, the other thing. Oh. I learned, see, you like hip-hop black tie, and so you know Eminem. Well, and why, you saw why, the movie. That, why are you assuming I like hip-hop? Because I've spoken with you about it. That's oh, why I know he tried that to I, do there? Uh, tried to make it a racial conversation. Don't be like that. Let me say something to you, black tie. You know, I... Yeah, I'm in the mix. I'm doing my thing in Studio 66. See, that's Nate Burleson. Yeah, how about that? That's what we were doing. Yeah. Oh, we got to get Ike Taylor's talent. It's not shooting free throws, which we witnessed <laughs> in the spring when I defeated a professional athlete, Matt Money Smith, in a free, in throw. A free throw shooting contest. What was the score? Four it one. wasn't even close. It was not even close. Ten shots. Five one. one five two, I believe. Yeah. Or five one. I made five out of six, I, you know, and then it got it started to get embarrassing, right. and I thought I was going to cause him emotional harm, and I don't want that for him as he gets ready for his uh, his twelfth certainly season not for in the sway. NFL. I mean, we don't want that for not sway. for sway. And you know, for me, <laughs> it's sort of like you know, sway is a fine nickname, but it, it, it's sort of like I feel sad about not being able to call him Ike because Ike is a great first name. Fantastic. Among the best names that a guy can have is Ike. I, I miss the opportunity to not do that. Sort of like Muhammad Ali is a cool-sounding name, but Cassius Clay is the greatest name of all yeah. time. There's no better name that a man could ever go through well, life. Especially as a fighter. As a Cassius I Clay? Mean, terrifying name. Now it's Strikes gone. fear. Yeah, it's yeah. too bad. But, uh, you know, Ali still has, still has its uh, a ring to it. Uh, be anyway. careful, you know, Curtis Conway hanging around these parts. He will 
chop you in the neck. You take I, down his father-in-law. No, never, never, never. Too never nice of a man. Conway. Sweetest never guy Curtis around. Conway. Um, but I get what I see. What you're going at there, you know black guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, money. You're 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 saying that I'm trying to curry favor. It's just strange to hear. You're you know, calling me a jock uh, sniffer, well, and I won't take that. You're a charge. professional. You know, I have my dignity. You're a professional. You host a wildly popular show. A I showgram, like who I like, and it's just I think it's uh, it's awkward to hear you Come call on, people by their names. What's that? What's up with that? <laughs> I'm ashamed of that. Uh, the, the, the attempt Dopey. to – that was where, where it got off the rails. It wasn't ruining the, the segment's title. It was the – it was continuing. The what's up, what's with, up that? with that? The per- what's up with that? The Dion's face when this was going on. He just looked at you like, oh, my goodness. Who is this guy? Uh, well, it was, yeah. uh, you know it was what we delightful. should do? Because you have friends in high places, Shaq. You're a TV writer. You write the comedy. You got to lean on your friend over there at the Boondocks. That's like an episode of Boondocks <laughs> if I've ever heard one, right? <laughs> My friend at the Boondocks. <laughs> that thing would be like a spectacular white guy on the desk with Dion and Michael Irvin's and the monitor over your shoulder, and you're trying to hang with these guys. That and was the bit. I, I, felt, I know. I you felt, know. You know. I really felt like I let you down. I felt, no. I was felt bad. I. What's up with that? You, but you know? you know what I did though, Black Tie. I hope you'll learn from this. Yes. You've seen Eight Mile. I have seen Eight Mile. Oh my goodness! We could have even played. Has Black Tie you seen know, it without one of my favorite two, games? Two thousands. Okay, so Eight Mile. At the end of it, what does Eminem do? You see, you wanted to come at me with that little piece of audio that you thought would be a real put down of Dave. You Not know, a put down. It's just fun. Your old pal Dave. And what do you want to do? You want to embarrass you. I felt like him? I let you down. Like I wasn't there to no. help you out. You know. But what did I do before you could even get to the audio? I did like Eminem did in the final scene of that picture. I took away all your material. You know, the Eminem's like, what are you going to say you about me that my self. mother, my, that I live at home in a trailer with my mom? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you take away all the ammo. What, I, I, I'm balding? I got a pot belly? What else you got, black tie? Yeah, listen, I'll take it. You know, Wait I'm a loser. I got a go. big nose. It's a man with experience right there. <laughs> People, I feel like, don't like me that much. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some other stuff. Okay, here we go. Basketball. Hey, just quickly to make this uh, even more of an inside podcast than it already is, <laughs> yes. I want you to look at that, that second row there. The mm-hmm. person holding the microphone. Yes. And I want you to imagine, because this is what I always see when this person's on the television. It's a rhinoceros. <laughs> holding a microphone that that's an actual see, rhinoceros. That's a fun game. To stand upright. I would not mention the person's name. No, we, I don't want to do we're that. We're sitting uh, in front of us is a wall of TVs yeah. that have been uh, generally tuned into the World Cup for black tie. So he doesn't even have to pretend he's listening to the podcast most of the time. Now well, it's every it's, four years, man. Yes, we are looking at a sports network right now yeah. that is covering a certain sports story, and someone's face is on the camera, and that's that's all the clues you're going to get. It. We're not going to say anything <laughs> else. Right, right, a rhino. Let's talk about a big sports story called NBA free agency. It has captivated it. a nation like some. I, I can't Hashtag remember sources. Not since the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> Blew through L.A. and the, and uh, the city of Angels hung on its collective edge of its seat to watch that happen. That was that. Was, it, and then they won it. And then forty eight hours later, who's coming cares. to sign with the Lakers? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the Lakers right. Ridiculous. Um, but muzzle tough to you because I know you root for the yeah, Kings. But that was an exciting uh, time. Let's talk though about uh, we could talk Lakers. We could talk all of that stuff. But LeBron, bottom line, and we're coming at you on Thursday midday ish. So by the time you listen to this, maybe you'll know where LeBron's going. Right now, though, money best bet. Where's he winding up? Well, if you must know, by the way, LeBron huh? currently right now is playing pickup at his camp. Just giving it up to in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, yeah, yes. where they are uh, changing better, yeah, the odds. Yeah, not by where the do moment. you think he's going to go? Because then you're on the record, and there's right. a fifty-fifty chance you'll yeah. be wrong. Which is the better fit? Do you think Miami or Cleveland? 
well, certainly Cleveland is a better fit. I agree with just that. Because he's in his legacy mode now. You know that that's what we've come to. This is Madden legacy, and and you're not gonna. You're just not going to leave a legacy winning titles for the Miami Heat. There's there's not a fan base that's dedicated enough or really cares enough about. They think they care about the team because they've been to four straight finals and LeBron plays there, mm-hmm. but they just don't. I mean, there's, it's nothing against them. It's it's not the team that that has established itself as the. Although I don't know if any team really has. I mean, they love the Dolphins, no question about that. But then some people say, oh no, it's the U that really really gets this market going. Yeah, and if you've watched uh, games played at the Orange Bowl, you see yeah, that, how it's just. Uh, Wait a minute. There's 10,000 people there. How is that the team? So it's hard to figure out. Panthers? Right? I mean, the the Marlins, as a sporting community, what Miami— It is the worst sports city. No question. I mean, it's— if it's not, it's damn close. Yeah, That's Atlanta. For sure. Well, but the ones that the, the fan base. What's interesting about that is Miami's had some good times. Obviously, the Heat have given them some. Even the Florida Panthers, the, the Marlins Marino have won Dolphins. some stuff. The Dolphins and the U. The most, uh, the the saddest sports town is Cleveland, and yet they stay committed. I am rooting for Cleveland. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, obviously. In case you haven't heard, if it's never come up on the podcast before, I'm from Pittsburgh, so I'm from the other side of that uh, Pennsylvania-Ohio border there, and I'm rooting for Cleveland. I hope they get that. It's such a good story. It, it fits so perfectly. Well, that's and how you by get your legacy. Way, right, and besides all that, though, as I've been saying to Black Tie for two months, and he poo-poos it, now he's coming around on it, is the fact that no, the no, situation no, 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 no. from a basketball perspective is better. I mean, you know, Kyrie Irving, we can debate whether or not he's a perfect fit, if he's a great catch-and-shoot guy, if, you know, if, if that's how LeBron would uh, would try and use him. I also happen to think younger guys who play on the perimeter develop a, a better stroke from the perimeter as their careers uh, wind on. That seems to be an obvious thing But that people sleep on every draft. This guy, you know, Aaron Gordon, I don't. he doesn't have much of a game for him. He can't shoot past uh, 10 feet. Yeah, I think he's a good enough athlete that they'll get him in the gym and he'll uh, start banging. That's one of Kyrie's strongest points, though. He's a dead-on shooter. He Just was before all- we – I'm sorry to, to, to jump in here. But before we get to that, this is what's funny to me, though. LeBron doesn't get cramps. The Heat go up 2 nothing in the NBA Finals, and they probably go on to win the NBA Finals. Yet somehow <laughs> the team has fallen apart. And, and I get it. Dwayne Wade does not look like the Dwayne Wade that, you know, you would expect you need to get to an NBA mm-hmm. Final the following year as well. It's not like things were that bad in Miami. I think that's why Pat Riley is so frustrated. He feel like, he feels like, and he is he's a very arrogant guy. I mean, anybody that's been around Riley in, in the many years he's been in the NBA knows every one of his stops. A lot of times, it's all about Pat, and 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 I think that rubbed LeBron the wrong way because it rubbed Pat Riley the wrong way. He's like, wait a minute, I built this team. This team got to four straight finals. We, we likely would have been up 2 nothing in the NBA finals, and now it's my fault. I somehow, or Mickey Arison was, was trying to, to shirk the uh, luxury tax, and we didn't do everything we could. This is lunacy, and, and I think that's kind of why he had that weird presser where he's like, you know, you walk through the first door that opens, and you turn your back. You don't have any guts. And that I meant, feel like, right. And, and, and that know, upset we'll LeBron. And, Everybody has devoted the last several days to doing nothing more, including reporters, by the way. Guys like Chris Broussard have basically just uh, have now hit the bottom of the barrel now and are just saying, my gut tells me, hey, Chris Broussard, I don't care what your gut tells you. You're not you're not an opinion <laughs> yeah. guy. You're, yeah. a, you're, you're an you're information reporter. man. Just go and get the information. By the way, uh, great punk band, Chris Broussard's Wandering Eye. Awesome punk band. 
<laughs> you know what was a great punk band, a real one that uh, I heard tale of back in around 1990? Jesus on Toast. Oh, I thought that I was mean, a great name. Jesus on Toast. Everything's better name. on Toast. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this predates when people started to see uh, the image of Jesus burned into their toast. Literally. It was really quite prescient. Yeah. That was a, a good name for a band. bands that I do know. What? I didn't know they were punk bands. Blink-182, The mm. Offspring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's a couple. Misfits. See, yeah, there you go. Now, now you see the Bad Brains album cover there, and there was the Black Flag cover there. And Where do you come down on the Misfits uh, money? So, I like like them lately. I just want to know what he thinks about them because some people consider them yeah. sort of a, a, a joke band. That that the conceit of the band is a joke. Exactly. I enjoy the sound. Though. Yeah. No. I, I I like don't love. I think that's the best way to put it's fun. it. Fun. You know. It's it, like don't. I'm more. But see, for me, punk. I'm more hardcore than punk. You know. I'm yeah. More bad brain. It's like Misfits flag. is doing a bit. Is doing a uh, a sort of a parody. Yes. Of Fugazi is right. sort of what that sounds like. And like. I love like, but but I love the Vandals. You know, the Vandals. But that's Southern California, I guess. You know, to some degree, Misfits as well. But but the Vandals, who also you know, a lot of tongue in cheek, funny songs. Mm-hmm. Love them. Absolutely. Absolutely love them. All right. So I, agree. I I think the whole Pat Riley speech, you know, maybe it was in reaction to I think I'm going to lose these guys. But either way, I think it was tone deaf to challenge those no guys question. like that. This is not there. You know, as I've said a million times, Bob Knight, I loved when I was at Indiana, Indiana University. He was the coach. They were always a winner. I cheered for him. I loved his antics. He was funny in his postgame press conferences and all that. But I would never play for him. It just wouldn't work for me. I, you yell at me like that and yeah. berate me, I'll weep and Grab I will you not. by the throat. Yeah, I will not. I it will not. It will not. Uh, I will not summon. I will not dig deep and be better for you treating me that way. I'll just weep and crumble. Certain people are yeah. that way. Dwight Howard's that way. Certainly. Um, Got to you know, know your personnel. And I think the other problem. My, my, I don't think LeBron. I think LeBron is more that. I don't. Yeah. I think he's more sensitive and wants to have a no good question. time. Does not want to be challenged. Well, I think LeBron's issue, at least I, for me, what would be my issue if I heard those comments was, hey, wait a minute. I turned my back on my hometown. I, I you know, I, they were burning my jerseys. They were mm. hanging me in effigy because I came to play for you for four years. Do, do you realize what kind of guts that took for me to live? The, the place I go back to every summer because I, I love Akron with such great passion that I still go back to Cleveland every summer to hang out. And I turned my back on them to come here for four years, and I have no guts <laughs> that I that I walk through the first door of opportunity. I, I've got to believe that that had some impact on. I would me. say that. This too, like at that point, like no one really took Cleveland seriously, right? Like Cleveland have been have been setting themselves up for I this, but no one really yeah, took I them seriously. Did. And if that was now, I think Riley's tone is totally different. Because I mean, all of a sudden, Cleveland are the front runners. Well, when, when you're sitting on a 70 foot yacht in Biscayne Bay, it's hard to imagine <laughs> someone's going to turn their back on you to go to Lake Erie and the Cuyahoga. But LeBron's a different cat, man. I mean, he, he just he is. He's he all loves about the hometown. He loves Akron, you know. And that that but see to me that was always kind of the one misnomer when I talk to people that uh, that I, I'm friends with Bill Ryder who does work at Fox Sports One and he was embedded with the Heat. He said the great misconception is he's got a love affair with Cleveland. He doesn't, you know that that Akron and Cleveland are two different towns. Hmm. And you probably you may know this because of Pittsburgh. I don't know that. But that he is an Akron guy. I would never yeah. visit any dirty city that he's in yeah. it is, but Akron is very different hmm. from from Cleveland. So they don't feel like he's got some sort of loyalty to the city of Cleveland. It's to Akron because they sort of I follow mean, the, whole, the Cavaliers. But the and, prodigal son stuff is a great story sure. and this ability. You know, something that's overstated to me, a couple of things. One obstacle that people keep holding up that seems phony to me is Dan Gilbert's letter. Listen, he was rallying 
the troops at home. His team had been, his city had been gutted. He was just trying to rally his team and his city to say, we're not dead now. We don't need that guy. Right, that's all he was doing. He's a phony. I'm I'm sure LeBron has grown up enough to understand that It's a childish and petulant letter, don't get me wrong, but. So what? A lot of guys would do stuff like that. Al Davis would do that. He was successful. I'm sure Mark Cuban would do something like that. You're running Quicken Loans and and everything has gone your way for the better part of a decade. You don't like the idea of someone telling you no and insulting you and, and well, and also cutting the valuation of your franchise in half. Right, but the but so I know what you're you look saying. at That's it in practical a... terms now going forward. I don't know if they can keep Wiggins and, and go get Kevin Love. I think it's one or the other, maybe, from what remarkable. I gather. If you can trade Kevin Kevin Love and, and only have to give up Andrew Wiggins, I'd do it yesterday. To me, that's a no-brainer. Well, they're, the, the Cavaliers are loaded with draft picks yeah. still. Well, couldn't they? You know, obviously, you're, the in my book, uh, a go-to They have NBA Miami's guy. draft pick, by the right. way. So if LeBron still left over Miami from the LeBron trade leaves Houston, that Miami draft pick becomes yeah. very, and, very and valuable. And if LeBron, yeah, that's right, if all those guys leave Miami, then yep. they're going to be a lottery team. Yep. Yeah. How funny is that? Uh, the thing you say about staying in Miami, the one point I'll say about Miami, and I'll get back to the Cleveland roster or how it might uh, look in 2014. But the thing, uh, somebody did say this to me, and I thought, mm, maybe you're right. Dwayne Wade appears done. It seems like that's it for he's, him. He's lost Except it. somebody pointed out to me, yeah, we thought the same thing about Manu Ginobili one year ago, and then look how he performed in yeah, the postseason. So maybe he can do something like that. I think like it's that just again, the decline, the steady decline. Of, he's not reliable yeah. at the very least. And while what, Manu is, you know, is something to behold when he gets in the lane, and, and I don't know if you'd call it athleticism to, so much as savvy, you mm-hmm. know, but Wade is a lot of athleticism, you know, yeah. and, and when you don't have that explosion and you can see he doesn't have what he used to, you can fall. I mean, it can be what, a precipitous But if fall. they don't what get happened? Kevin Love, let's what just say they don't get Kevin Happen, what happens with Wade is that he still thinks he can pull off the moves he can. So a lot of times you watch him play, he goes to the crossover, and all of a sudden his pump fake is like, oh, I can't pull this move off anymore. And he's cut. And his air. kneecap is in the second row. <laughs> like it just it's, popped it's, off. It's um, but the Cl- Cleveland and, and Wiggins. I, I, and, yeah, let's say they can't get Kevin Love. Let's say there are no f- okay. uh, no further moves. I think, you hang with, I think they could I go. I, if they could Wiggins. get Pal Gasol as the final piece if they got LeBron, I mean, I think that's enough to make them clearly the best I think that's team what you in the do. East. I think you but I don't think Gasol will do it. He, he, no. Apparently, he is turning down OKC because he doesn't want to live and in Oklahoma City. And that's the perfect City. fit. I mean, that I, is. To, for him, you put, you, if you put Gasol there with Steven Adams and help him cultivate his offensive a ball side. movement, a pass. Someone that, so it's not ISO Durant. Oh, wait a minute. You went the last two. Okay, I'm Russell Westbrook. I get the next that's two your, ISO That team game. beats that's the Spurs. Offense. That's the Pal best team in the West the, immediately. And I know that offense. sounds crazy. He's but an yeah. offense in himself because of what he can do from the high post. And, you know, he moves the ball around perfectly. If the Spurs get him, if the Spurs get Pau Gasol, the rest of the league might as well not yeah, play even, next season. Even better. I mean, Pal Probably in the, the meantime, the East is imminently winnable, as we've seen, for a team that has LeBron James. People seem to have forgotten, well, how would LeBron win with that uh, collection of, of youngsters who are yeah. unproven? Uh, did you remember when he was in Cleveland the last time? The East hasn't gotten that much better since he left Cleveland. It's um, funny you mention that, though, and I think of the Bulls and Carmelo and how it's a perfect fit and yeah, how right. they would, would be, be the favorite. Yep. And people say, I, I, how, can he, how can he turn it down? It's so perfect for him. It's like, okay. Just, I, I understand that the numbers are hard for any of us to reconcile, but the difference between a starting salary of $17 million a year and $23 million a year is $6 million. And, I, and you right. are talking about $30 million, even if you just go four years and four years. I, I know the guy's got hundreds of millions of dollars, 
But it, it, listen, it shows, this it, is a better fit, right. but you're going to put $30 million. You're just going to blow that I away. It's not think, coming your way. I, I think it's crazy. people, you know, it, the easiest thing for sports fans, you know, middle class, whatever sports fans to say, you know, I, how, what's the difference? This guy does, isn't committed to winning. He doesn't want to be yeah. a winner. Listen, if you're 30 years old or 28 years old and you can be, I mean, the difference ultimately is it stacks up the money. You know, it's fifty million dollars. It's, it's an extra two generations. You can that buy you take into. Care of. Yeah, you can be an owner. You can you right. can get a piece of the team. That's what these guys are looking to do now. I think, and it's the smart play now to relegate them to like you're just a basketball player and you know take your loot and be happy about it. No, they want to elevate. They want Magic Johnson is a great yeah. role model in that regard. Wait a minute, you, you? I don't get it. He can take seventy one million dollars from the Bulls. How much more does he need? Yeah. Well, it's a hundred and. $29 million. It depends what you want. It depends what you want to buy. What are you, what yeah. are you looking, what I mean, are you in the market for? I'm just saying, I understand $71 million is a lot, but it's certainly not $129 million. Yeah. Eat, How do we fault the He'll guy? eat good dinners under <laughs> either contract, yes. but he's not going to have a piece of an NBA franchise with the Chicago deal. Let me just make this point about what the Cavaliers roster can look like if they don't even get Kevin Love. Kyrie Irving is, let's try to be conservative. Is he one of the ten best point guards in the game right sure, now? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's any question there. And he can score, and that's a critical detail, obviously, with LeBron James. LeBron James is, for uh, like we say, you know, he's he's not uh, Kobe Bryant in terms of mentality, and uh, I don't know if Bob yeah, would right. be he's a likeable. good fit for him. Yeah, <laughs> listen, that's absolutely right. Yeah, that's... And by the way, hasn't hasn't Kobe really done it to himself? Yes. This I the he only has done the, it to himself. The only bummer for me is, it, I, just because just like most people who stop or who slow down on the freeway when there's a terrible accident, you can't help but kind of kind of look at it. Yeah. In the same way, LeBron, I mean LeBron, uh, Kobe and Melo. Would be an absolute train wreck, wouldn't it? What are the Lakers? What are the Lakers doing? They would they would be number one and two in the league in steals because they would constantly just rip the ball out of each other's hands <laughs> so they could take <laughs> as many shots as, as possible. He's done it to himself. He, it, you know, just and and by this time, many people listening, and it seems like you know everything's pointing in the direction. I mean, they're telling us there might be an announcement in the next five minutes as we're recording this, but that LeBron will be in Cleveland, and then you think about now. Oh well, it turns out Mike Miller and Ray Allen are open to moving to Cleveland mm-hmm. to play with LeBron. Kobe Bryant lives in Los Angeles. They are offering max deals to guys to come to live in Los Angeles to play for the Lakers. Nobody wants their money. I said Pau to, Gasol uh, lives here. He's got a home here. He right. doesn't want to uproot and move. And he doesn't want to stay to take extra money from the Lakers to play basketball here. It's remarkable. To that point, is LeBron by far, in a way, the most I want to play with that guy play in league history? Well, that was the, the point. The point I was just going to make is 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 exactly that. And I'll, then I'll say what I was going to. I'll get back to Kobe. But LeBron is a superstar who. I guess it, you, it plays a sort of hybrid point. To say, ultimately, kind of is what he's doing there. But he is not a guy who demands the most shots on his team. Nope. I mean, how many guys in, in NBA history are the best player by far and away, not just on their team, but in the league, and didn't demand all the shots? Yeah, scores and, you know. mentality. I mean, yeah. really, I mean, Magic I can, Johnson? The only guy I can think of Chris in, Paul. in this same – no, not, not Paul, but in this same vein of people line up to go play for oh, him yeah. wherever is Steve Nash. 
you know, guys mm. wanted to get to Phoenix That's because right. they're like, yep. I'm going to make a boatload of money. I'm going to play yep. with this guy. And and it was wasn't just Nash, but it was D'Antoni's system yep. <laughs> that they, they just they wanted to go there. They knew it was going to be great for them, and that's what LeBron is. Yeah. They yeah. know it will be great for their careers to play with that guy. Um, if you're if you're Kyrie Irving and you see what Mario Chalmers was able to do, I know there were better pieces out on the floor along with LeBron. But if you see that, you must be just uh, you, it must be dreaming. Please come yeah. here, LeBron. Have- I'll fill it up. People say, well, he averaged 20 a game. Is he willing to take a back seat? First of all, it's LeBron James. I think Kyrie Irving will be willing to take a few points, if he had to, which he won't. I mean, he his, his, to. his points will go up. I mean, it, it, it very well could. could then you go, go Tristan Thompson, who I know you argue with me, Black Tide. The Just, point isn't that it's a team of all-stars. My point to you is when I say look at the youth and the, and the rookie contracts those guys are on, I'm not saying every one of those guys, Deion Waiters or Anthony Bennett or any of those guys, are going to suddenly turn it or, or that I consider them high-end NBA players. They are capable bodies, though, Tristan Thompson specifically. And if you throw Wiggins out there, that's fine with me. No, that, I, don't make another move. That's the best team in the East right now. I, well, I'm, it's debatable. They're definitely top two, top three. And, you know, it's the East. So are they the better East, than they the be... Pacers without Lance Stevenson? Yeah. And by the yeah. way, Lance yeah. Stevenson. So I mean, when them. you go through no, the the are yeah, they better than the Nets? Are they better than the Bulls no, if they course. don't land? You know, that's that's what what you get to. Here's yeah. the difference: the, the, Cleveland has been a, a rudderless ship. It has been a hot mess. It has been a new coach every year. It's ownership that doesn't quite know what they want. They fire general managers. They make you know again the Tristan Thompsons, the Anthony Bennetts, these bad draft picks that haven't panned out, even though they're in the top five. It's it's hard to find the players they should have taken. That Anthony Bennett draft, nobody knew who should have gone number one in 2013. It was a mess. The, the draft was a disaster. There was really no right answer. Okay, Michael Carter-Williams, why don't you... Nobody, the guy couldn't shoot. And they were like, mm-hmm. ah, is he going to work out? That's that, I don't put that on them. What I do say, though, is they had no guidance. There was there was no there was nothing. There was no rallying point. You know, mm. LeBron is is that is a galvanizing force. So as you said, with a talent like Kyrie Irving, with a talent like Tristan Thompson, Dion Waiters, who has been a disaster of a teammate and just does whatever the hell he wants when he gets on the court, that's not going to happen. I mean, once LeBron James gets there, everyone now gets in line, follow the leader. This is where I'm going. Come with me, and it's it's similar to Michael Jordan. It's how guys like B.J. Armstrong and Dennis Rodman, who could not be contained or corralled in San Antonio, becomes the defensive player of the year in the NBA once again because they get in line behind him, you know, and they do what he. That's exactly what, right. and that's what LeBron would do for that roster in that city. Of course, and by the way, the other thing is, is I want to go too deep on Anthony Bennett, but look, the the guy is twenty years of age. Year There's in, a decent yeah. chance that that, something, that yeah. you know, Especially obviously. As as the old uh, thing goes, you know, it takes longer for big men to develop. And who, what's to say? I mean, you know, what's to well, say LeBron's there he's now. not going to be a, a viable uh, option for Again, him? Again, I agree. Like, and, and and worst case, oh, you want to get rid of all those rookie contracts? That's the flexibility yeah, that Cleveland no, gives you. I agree. You. My point or argument two weeks ago was that I don't, I still don't think that team is can win a title next year as opposed to Miami, which I still think with some upgraded pieces could win a title. Yeah, they'd have but to trade for love. To, to beat the Spurs, yeah. to beat the Thunder, I'd say you're right. But, yeah. but, but I do think they win the six East. six years, that's, you know, that's like you said. It's, it's Chicago's the one wild card. It's the only team that I, if it let, you know, all the hypotheticals and the ifs that you have Major to throw out there. Major if about if, Derrick Rose. If Derrick right. Rose is healthy yeah. and, back, and, and even, you know, back to, let's say, 80% of his MVP form. And if they land another big piece, say Pau Gasol or whoever that other piece would be, then okay, that's that's intriguing. That that's someone that that might be able to give 
give them a tough go because there's a lot of young pieces and defense can get nasty in the playoffs and those young guys tend to wilt. And that's why they say you have to go through these baby steps because they're just not used to the defense that's played in the playoffs or executing in the half court. And that's why young teams tend not to fare well. So that'd be the only team I would say that gets in their way. But again, you probably got to make that, that trade for another big time veteran like a Kevin Love in order to, say, though, to, that... to take out a and, spur but with or the a, picks a Thunder they team. Have, with the picks that they have to, to flip to get some players, I, I mean, that, that, that yeah. seems imminently doable to me. Yeah, because... I, I think Andrew Wiggins as the centerpiece, yeah. you're nuts. You're not going to get any better than that for Kevin Love in a trade. You're just, but just not. Here's another thing, too. And, you know, I realize where they are age-wise. That is the virtue. That is not, uh, you know, that you hear the, the curmudgeonly right. talking heads saying, well, this is a P.J. Carlissimo. It's going to take a while for these kids to get up to speed. You can't replace that experience. All right, well, they'll get it next spring. How about that? And, by the way, they'll have the best player in the world on their team. There's a decent chance that they're going to get a ton of experience in three series going through the East. If they get to the finals and get whipped, that's not the end yeah, of the he world took out for a, uh, He took out a Detroit team that had been to the finals, what, twice in the conference Final seven times with a supporting cast that included Zadrunas Ilgaskis, Eric Snow, Larry Hughes, Booby Gibson. That that's who. Those were his teammates. That's That's a team he took to the NBA Finals. Now do you see Black Tie? I always saw it. The the conversation was. But my point was when the title next season. My point is though, Andrew Wiggins six months ago, eight months ago, whenever the college basketball season started. He was a phenom, as was Jabari Parker and a couple other guys. But Andrew Wiggins, when you watched him, you, you your, your jaw dropped. He was a Supreme highlight reel immedi- uh, immediately. You know, you, you thought of Vince Carter and Clyde Drexler and Michael Jordan just for the raw athleticism that you saw there. That's Andrew Wiggins still. That's still that guy. I agree. I agree. He's he's on that I'm team. Actually, he's going to develop. He I, could be – I mean, it's conceivable wh- whether he ever meets LeBron James or not – it's conceivable Andrew Wiggins three, four years from now will be the the, the fifth or sixth best player in the NBA, no, I, given his raw athleticism. Now he's going to be with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. How bad could that team be from day well, one? That's, the that's a competitive well, what's, what's the one knock on Wiggins? Well, did you see him in that round of 16 against Stanford? I mean, that was embarrassing what they did to him. You can't do that. When, yeah. when you're on a court with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, you cannot do to Andrew Wiggins because Joel Embiid was not on the court because of his back. Yep. You can't do to him what Stanford yep. did, which is basically exactly. build a tent around That's him right. and Imagine. have two defenders for Imagine the other four the guys. Pre- I mean, I th- actually, think about Kobe Bryant as in his early couple of years there. It it eases the transition yep. when you're not when immediately you the focal point. Right. I actually think that they would be wise to wait on Wiggins and not make that trade so soon because you can trade for love at the deadline. See what Wiggins is. You know, like Wiggins, again, like you said, most hype player in like a f- a lot of years. Let's say his ceiling is Paul George. That's that's pretty good. Like I might want to hold on to him. Maybe try to trade for totally love disagree. other pieces. Totally disagree. Because what if he's not? You know, as far as I'm concerned, Kevin Love wait, is one of the ten. Kevin Love is one of the ten, probably more like seven best players in the league. Twenty-five and right 15. now. If, I agree. if Andrew it's... Wiggins becomes one of the five best players in the league in three years, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have traded him so soon, but we got one of the seven best prison, players in the league to play with LeBron in his prime. You've got to win now. You have to win but this year. You have to win next year. I don't think you're winning the title this year. So I think you can wait to trade for Kevin Love to, you have to deadline. You ha- when a guy is at 30 years old, you have to take advantage of it immediately. Yeah. It, it, it's, you, it's, like the, it's, it, it's not the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, you know, unite in 08, and you have to win a title right now. But I don't think there's any question. I, 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 I see it both ways, now. and I think it's a good situation either way. Kevin Love, you can, you, by the you way, can imagine he, him spotting up. 24? Yeah. I think Kevin Love is Kevin 20, 24. He's 24 years old. 
Okay, correct. so there you go. So he's, it's not yeah, like you're trading young. for a 30-year-old. Yeah. Imagine him stretching out that defense it's, and knocking that thing down the way he does. It's a about what LeBron could do with a guy like Wiggins. Running the floor. Running the floor and play defense. He could be the guy in a year, even right now, who could Okay, I'm going to guard Kobe. I'm going to guard Carmelo. And LeBron, for the first time in his career, wouldn't have to LeBron, do that. LeBron was gassed in these playoffs, or at least that was what a lot of people suggested, was that he was I mean, gassed. I he was. That's why he got all those cramps. Imagine if you could say through the regular season, hey, Andrew Wiggins, be two-dimensional. Run the floor and Corner defend. Threes, and play, you, yeah. you defend LeBron. We're not yeah. giving That's, you the top and I think, And I just would say point. the flip side of that is, I mean, Kevin Love is, is probably one of the – I mean, he's certainly the best passing big man in the league. Yeah. He's probably one of the five best passers in the league. And now you combine big that with shooters. the best ball, you know, the best on-ball distributor. And, and I believe LeBron to be that. I really do. I think he, as great as Chris Paul is, uh, there is something about the attention that LeBron draws when he's got the ball in his hands to have Kevin Love just sitting. And if you watch, and, and the guys at Grantland, it's Zach, I think, Zach Lowe that does it. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating to read his 2,000-word pieces with nine YouTube videos explaining, watch what happens when Kevin Love has an open shot. Or if someone's in his face because he's so tall, how quick he gets his shot off. And you just can't guard him. You you cannot. If you ignore Kevin Love on the perimeter, you will pay. You you will pay dearly. And to know that that could be running with LeBron, who obviously you can't ignore, it'd be devastating. Kevin Love is huge. I think Golden State made a huge mistake not pulling the trigger on that Clay Thompson for Kevin Love centered deal. That was, I mean, Clay Thompson is nice, but for crying out loud, if you're getting Kevin Love, you get yeah, Kevin Love. I'm with you. you. I, I you love Kevin Love's later. game. It's, it's, yeah, it'll be um, something. It'll be fun. All right, we'll wrap it up uh, right there. Sorry for. We were dragging it out. Rails. We're trying to, we're trying to wait for this announcement. They called the police in to the the house there, and, and or I mean, I would just settle for Black Tie coming up with a punk band. That would be fine. That's with maybe right. Just I, I gave yeah, you two. Blink, he gave us Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that's who he gave us. Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day. To wrap the show, let's do this. Shaq, give me because I always say my 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 musical compass starts with nineties R and B. Your compass? Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I wasn't sure. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That might I might be Black Tie's new nickname. Compass. Compass. <laughs> See again, different accents. I guys. know. Come on. It was just. It was strange. Shaq, I got. Um... I was on vacation a few years ago and got compass. I mean, do you do? I mean, do you do not want that? <laughs> I mean, it just ruins a vacation. Anyway, go ahead. Black Tie. What's your question, please? Come on, player. What's that? What's up with that? That's not that's a response. That's say. just that's, 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 that's just a shot. That's tell just me, mean. tell me, Shaq. That's mean, Name man. Three '90s R&B bands, groups. Oh, he can do that in his sleep. No, he can't. Really? 90s. Sure, I can. Name three. Boys to Men. Uh, Qualifies. Okay. Qualifies. Okay. Ninety-one. Uh, D'Angelo. That's not. A, that's not a group. You, oh, you're gonna qualify I'm that as an artist? Group. You want groups? I want a group. Yes. R&B groups. We talk punk bands. I want R&B groups. Well, I just gave you one and give a half. One. I don't no, know no, why no, D'Angelo would D'Angelo count. not a group. He's a, he's a single artist. Salt and Pepper. Mm, I don't know. That's tough. Is it hip hop? Is it no, no? Why R&B. doesn't that count? Salt and Pepper is not. It's not R&B. I want R&B. Come on. You know what? If he can name the DJ, I'll give you credit. <laughs> uh, you got Salt. You got Pepper. Who's the DJ? I don't know. Ah. Who was Left Eye Lopez with? Okay, there you go. Now well, you're, you are talking. Him, you Come on. Left Eye is I mean, I know, the, I know the individual pieces of, of, the, of the collective. I Do I need names. to know Come on. That? It's an acronym. You got this, Shaq. You got it, by Who's the way. Cinderella, don't go the DJ. chasing waterfalls. Is that Come them? On, there you go. Give me the name of the group. Is that them? Group. It is Three letters. Guess. That's all we're looking for here. Three letters. Three letters. That's what we're looking for. I should know that. Come on. Come on. 
There's so much, this is embarrassing. So much faith in Shaq to match. I have this. One. I would have thought for sure three R and B's. R and B. How about uh, how about uh, I can I can picture the guys the uh, the white guys. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Marky Mark. No. Yeah. Let's let's. Go I don't know. Go ahead. I don't right. care. What is it? TLC. TLC. And go and what, what is? I want to set you up. I wanna set you up. In, Come on. Uh, it seems White like guys like with cornrows. In living color, or something Close. like that. Close. Color right? me bad. Color me bad. Yeah. You know, something there like we go. That. There you go. Give me three M-Vogue. R&B groups from the '80s, TD. Oh, see, that's nuts. How does he not? How does he not know that? How can he just draw the line? I do draw the line. Man. That is something. All right, last thing. How about Tony, Tony, Tony? Give me a big Tony, Tony, Tony song. Well, I'm not going to belt it out here, but, you know, I know some Unbelievable. All right, what else you want? Come on, let's go. No, that's it. Last thing before we go, then, because money's here. We got to Listen, black tie. I know I say it, and then it never happens. I want money booked. We'll circle the date, and we're going to have the sandwich conversation. Oh, I we want never it desperately. It. That's right, desperately. And you know what? I just stumbled we on one of those. should do it in front um, of the season because, like, maybe fans will pick up the sandwiches well, and take them to the tailgate. I'm, I don't know if this is uh, – if well, I may – look, I'm preaching to a man that, that prides himself on sandwich knowledge, so mm-hmm. you probably know this. but uh, Maybe. I know you'd be honest if you didn't. August, of course, is sandwich month. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, sandwich month That's is August. It, then. So That's... there we go. So we'll do it in August. Um, there I, was a great piece on Zagat. I don't I believe. I, I don't keep myself to just one month of right. celebrating sandwiches. Yeah. That's a, it's a it's a lifelong. One of the passion. great things about Sandwich Month, though, is if you get some of your uh, you know the, the the higher end sandwich shops in the neighborhood, they respect Sandwich Month and they start giving you specials every day. Mm. Like, oh, this is the famous, you know, here's the uh, the fried chicken pickle with the special sauce, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Sandwich that's you know, and, and every state has kind of a sandwich they're known for, and uh, kind of fun in Sandwich Month to start I, uh, dabbling in the I, fairs. And I the, would like to commit right now to eating at least fifty sandwiches in the month of August, one for each state. <laughs> I think it's I a great idea. I think it's a great idea. I can idea. do that to celebrate America. I think is what we would do and celebrate my passion, one of my chief passions in life. And you know what we'll do? You too know what we'll do? Bread, this is what carbs. we're going to do. We're going to pair each of those sandwiches. With a delicious R and B song from the nineties. Oh, All right, uh, that's we're gonna that do. Check know. <laughs> I know the yeah. song. This yeah. year is BBD. All right. I wanna <laughs> set you up. All right, that's it. And now we can uh, turn our gaze to uh, what that Lakers roster is going to look like. That's going to be fun to see that thing come together when Carmelo and LeBron and everyone else turns their back. Wally Zerbiak still playing basketball. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the point I started to make. Just to put a just to to finish the thought. I, on Twitter, said to Ramona Shelburne, uh, Shelburne who's done great work. Uh, oh, yeah, Ramona over there at ESPN, right? Yeah. She, uh, I, I tweeted at her the, something to the effect of she would flow, something about mellow, whatever. And I said, you know, the thing that it seems everybody is ignoring is that nobody wants to play with Kobe Bryant, and she's pretty entrenched with the Lakers. And she said that is a, a fair point, but there are young guys who would who wouldn't mind playing with him, like Kyrie Irving is one. He's now obviously off the books. I don't remember who else she mentioned. Maybe Eric Bledsoe. There are not a lot of, but I mean, no veteran wants to, to deal with that are, garbage. They're too dumb. They're too dumb to know. They're, That's right. They're, 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 they're just too dumb to know. They were, yeah, Kobe Bryant. They were watching Kobe yeah, Bryant when they were 10, and he's their idol. And as I have said many times over, and I'm sure these guys would find out, never meet your idols. Mm. It's generally pretty disappointing when you do. Unless right. it's Henry Rollins. Then you're good. Ah, look then how he good. brings it full circle. That's, right. That's He's a professional black guy. <laughs> you see how he did all that? Terrific. All right, listen. Matt Money Smith, what a pleasure. 
my main Thank man, Sway. Or I Taylor, if you prefer. Sway. Thanks to him for calling in That's over right, a salad Sway. in Florida. You're the best, Sway. That's right. He is Have the best. Have a good one, I, Sway. Do I say that to everybody, Black Tide? <laughs> do I say everybody's the best? Who's I do AJ, not. What's AJ Hawk's nickname? He's the best. He's Hawk. He's Hawk. Just okay, Hawk. so he doesn't have a nickname that yeah, he uh, just calls just him. Hawk. No, but uh, AJ Hawk has some feelings about Dave Damashek too. Go ahead, Black Tie. Let money hear the good Damashek's thing. Damashek's a genius. Yeah, huh? see? That's I amazing. learned from the best, Mr. Dave Damashek. Do you yeah. see? Yeah. It's mutual respect. That's right. This isn't abject butt kissing. <laughs> it's not It's it's not one way on Ass Kiss Avenue. No, that's right. It's mutual. We there both, we go. Yeah. It's a two-way street. Yeah. I kiss your butt after you kiss mine. See, so. I guess that's where I, I, I come. That's Kevin where. Costner has a hose. <laughs> <laughs> that was another highlight. That's, where, All right, that's where one of my great faults is. Nobody likes me. <laughs> Enough's enough. Uh, Money's going to go listen to Punk, and uh, Black Tie's going to go That's listen right. to R&B, and uh, I'm going to go see what happens with LeBron. We'll be back on the other side of the weekend. Enjoy your World Cup. I don't know how you can. How did we go a whole show without talking about that World Schoen Cup, too, Steiger. Close. Mueller. Oh, yeah, I love the Germans cutting those South Americans to ribbons. I love it. The is robots. There, Put it on them. Is there a worse? Surgical. But it was it. But, I mean, the fact that it, this final now is being played in Brazil, Argentina is their arch nemesis, yep. correct? That's yes. the team they hate the most. And then the team that just eviscerated them, 7-1. to one. The Those worst. are the two teams playing. What, who, yeah. what Brazilian buy, person buy would say, tickets, I'm going. Yeah. Buy your tickets on the street. You'll probably get a pretty good discount. <laughs> yeah, Don't go through the ticket brokers for this one. Buy them from somebody Does Brazil the have StubHub? Because if it does, I think you're going to get a, <laughs> no, a sweetheart of a deal. Oak. They have remarkable ticket oaks scattered everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Black Tie, enjoy that one. Who's winning that one, by the way? Uh, I see Germany pulling that off. Okay, so I'm yes, going to take Argentina because so. I've seen yeah, your picks, Argentina. your pregame well, picks. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you'll notice, <laughs> you'll notice Black Tie on Twitter, I star, I favorite your picks after the conclusion <laughs> proves you wrong. I feel I feel real good about Brazil today against Germany. I, I, did. I like to star really that did. right after. Yeah, I really did. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so like I say, enjoy that. We'll see what happens with LeBron. We'll talk to you on the other side of the weekend. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 